I don't know. What is that thing? That's not a wolf. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's like a liger thing. I don't understand. It's like a chihuahua. <laughs> wow. And like a, oh, wow. a ring-tailed dingo. Yeah, kind of. Like a dingo with a zebra's behind. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike across uh, Wikipedia like a bunch of fact hoppers going from dubious fact to dubious fact, uh, trying to get to a goal page just through links on the in the articles themselves. Uh, I'm your graduation party, Kyle, and with me as always are my awkward adolescent photo spreads. Uh, Sky. And Tim, most likely to be awkward. Nice. Most likely to have a broken microphone. Yeah. Oh, whoa, my, whoa. My microphone's busted. <laughs> oh no, what happened? I broke it. What did you what what did you do? I accidentally dropped it. There's like a shelf above my desk and it, it sits on there and I hit it when I was like trying to get it ready and it fell. I was like, ah, oh, not a big deal. And then I went to plug in the USB in the back and like it just like went into the hole. Oh, like, oh, oh what? And like yeah, like the little part where I plug in my USB is like broke off in the microphone somewhere oh no so now i'm just using my earbuds today uh, and you're in a tin can yep pretty much well so hey uh, this is a good time to introduce our patreon right? yeah <laughs> someday yeah. well not today though although although we will be uh making our way to something that makes us a little richer tonight uh we will be uh, the run that we're doing tonight. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, what we do here is uh, I'm going to give uh, Sky and Tim two different pages on Wikipedia. Uh, they'll start at one page and make their way to another using only the links that are on those pages. And uh, we're going to start with a ticket tonight. Uh, that the page is ticket and in parentheses admission because <laughs> there are several kinds of tickets. So not like ticket speeding. I really, I didn't click on disambiguation, but I really should have. Yeah. Lottery ticket, airline ticket, parking ticket, speeding ticket. Yes. All the tickets. admission. Yeah. Free hug ticket. Yeah. The best kind. Uh, Also, the best kind of hug technically is free, I suppose, too. Um, Eh, (laughs) Not unless you're a connoisseur. Oh, whoa. Some uh, hugs are worth paying for. Let's let's put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, let's put a pin in that discussion and come back to that, that later. Feel right at all? Because <laughs> uh, we're gonna go from ticket, paren admission and paren, to gold tonight. Get it? It's a joke. Gold and ticket. It's oh, a, gold. It's a joke. Gold and ticket. That was <laughs> ticket and gold. Ticket I, and gold. It, I couldn't get it to go very well from the other way I around. I don't imagine so. <laughs> so. So gold is just gold? Like wiki slash gold? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so that's what we're aiming for tonight. So from ticket admission to gold. Wow. And okay. uh, so and and what we'll be doing there is we'll be starting at, at ticket admission. But to decide who goes first, we get to play a game. Uh, and what I normally do, and I haven't done in a while because we just keep having really good jokes to play around with for this, for our opening game. Uh, we're going to do a quick opening game where I have a, well, well, I mean, Tim, I was just inspired by your game last week, uh, where we celebrated our 50th, our 50th anniversary, our 50th year podcasting. And uh, we did so by doing a quiz about all the things that are about or that contain the number 50. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I was going to do the same thing. Uh, So I started putting together a quiz about all the things that contain the number 51. And I found one thing. So, in fact, (laughs) (laughs) just the number 51 itself. In fact, we are doing a, a quick true and false quiz. About area fifty one. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> well, that 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 took a turn. Yeah. So okay. I I found the 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 wiki page for area fifty one, and it's fascinating, you guys. I bet. Um, surprisingly more fact based than I thought it would be. Like less crazy pants than I expected. 
Uh, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of crazy in there, but it's a lot less. And there's a lot more citation than, than there uh, normally would be than I would have expected for this page. So um, I'm going to, uh, again, like, like Tim's quiz, because I am nothing if not a good thief. Uh, there are six uh, statements in this. Um, and we're just going to go true, false. And uh, since, you know, Sky gets to go first. Uh, Sky, pick a number one through six. Uh, uh, I'll give you the statement. You tell three. me whether that statement is true or I false. I mean, you, you can at least pretend to flip a coin like I did. Jeez. Oh, uh, let me flip a coin. Okay. Oh, look, it's heads. It, uh, and Sky was heads. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is perfectly legit. I'm satisfied. Good. Okay. Which one do you want, Sky? Three. Three. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before oh. we start, Whoa. if the first person gets it wrong, does the second person have a chance to answer? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm sorry. Yes. If the first... No, wait, no, no. This is a true <laughs> or false. <laughs> I, wow. I'm, I was pred uh, predicating that on this being an actual quiz oh. instead of just true and false. So, no, Tim. I almost got you, though. You almost did. I really walked into that. Oh, I was man. Like, wow, so one person gets it wrong, the other person gets a point. This is, this is be, rough. This is we don't kid around here, Sky. <laughs> these these quizzes aren't for fun. No. Uh, all right, number three. It, the the Tonopah test range nearby as no, is known as Area 52. No. False. Uh, it's actually true. Damn. Ooh. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Uh, give me number five. The Las Vegas 51s are the local AAA baseball team. False. It's true. Oh my gosh, are these all going to be true? Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas 51s. I know. I was too good for me not to do they, include it. Do they compete against the Heinz 57s? Nice. I didn't actually look it up uh, to see anything about the team itself, but they exist other than that. Uh, Sky. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to pick a number. That's uh, right. One. Its correct name true. Is, gro <laughs> is Groom Lake. And yes, it is true. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so the score is one to zero. Tim, go ahead and pick a number. <laughs> number two. The nickname comes from our grid counting test sites across the U.S. like a chessboard. Like a chessboard? Like board? a chessboard? There's 64 spaces on a chessboard. Right. But there's not 64 spaces in America. There's not 64 false. spaces in the States. It is false. And, yeah. uh All right. One to one. Don't tell me how many spaces there are in America, Kyle. <laughs> there's only <laughs> the one actual... space and it's free. <laughs> nice. It's, it's a space for you and me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, actual, uh, the actual reason why is unknown. But... Uh, it is nearby another Aliens. another area another area nearby is area 15 and one of the reasons that they give as a possibility is someone just put it backward because it's because it's next to 15 um they just had a bunch of extra ones and fives lying around and like, that's well. yeah that's on the wiki page all right sky uh six a scene for the x-files was filmed there but sealed by the cia oh it's false it is false okay <laughs> although that would have been great i really in fact surprisingly the um the popular culture section on this page is really a lot smaller than i expected huh that's because all of it's true oh, oh right i'm sorry <laughs> uh all right two to one tim whichever one is the last oh, i suppose you're right uh a man named bob laser claimed in 1989 to work on an alien spacecraft there Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar. Like L-A-Z-A-R? That's correct. Okay, not L-A-S-E-R, because that's definitely like a <laughs> Bob Lazar. If I was an alien and I crashed to Earth, I would name myself Bob Lazar. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to say true. It is true. Oh nice. my gosh, you guys tied. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to <laughs> for a sudden death. I did not expect this. I did not expect this to happen. Uh, let's pull from the popular culture 
section on this. In uh, in the newest Indiana Jones films, uh, what's the name of the arc, uh, of the uh, Area Fifty One stand-in that they use uh, for housing the Ark of the Covenant, etc.? I've never seen it. You just oh want, no! You just want us to say the thing? Yes, just the thing. Uh, location X. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> those movies are bad enough for that legit answer no no that's that's not that's not tr- not right it's actually just hangar 51 <laughs> oh boo. they didn't even they didn't even try that hard wow all right i guess we need a a sudden death sudden death uh true or false first person to say it um Recently, in a false in in an interview, uh, Hillary Clinton established false. that she does believe in false. UFOs. False. True. It's true. Tim wins. Yeah. Yes. I was just edging, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You were doing it for the game. I appreciate it. No, no. I was just, I was like, I don't know. Just, I just have to make sure I answer first. Good, oh, oh, right. Good well, gamesmanship, Sky. You, yeah. You had a fifty-fifty chance. And you got it wrong. Um, although that's a fascinating story, by the way. You guys, <laughs> Hillary Clinton uh, believes that we are not alone. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, why don't we go on and take a ride over to Ticket Admission? <laughs> it's going to be a whole night of this, isn't it? Stub here. I don't know what you're talking about, Sky. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh so a ticket, <laughs> according to this page, um, is just a voucher that indicates that one is paid for admission to an event or an establishment such as a theater, amusement park, or tortoise, tourist attraction. I almost said tortoise attraction, which is a thing that I would love to get a ticket to, actually. Um, or permission to travel on a vehicle, such as with an airline ticket, bus ticket, or train ticket. Typically because one has paid the fare, which is linked here, and I love that they just back right into, like that there's a whole explanation before we even get to the fare that you get for a ticket or that you pay for a ticket. A ticket may be free and serve simply as a proof of reservation. They're covering all their bases on ticket paren admission. Cool. So yeah. I mean, it's what are you doing, Tim? I mean, let's see here. Where are we going? I'm kind of surprised that there's nothing mentioned here of, like there's no popular culture section in this. Well, I uh, mean article. tickets. Yeah, tickets there's basically no, take it no to popular. There's no ticket. There's no ticket to ride. I know, which is why I didn't. Which is why I was able to get to gold and not, you know, feel bad that this would be a two-click run. Mm-hmm. Free virtual queuing. Free tickets are applied in virtual queuing in a place where one has to wait one's turn. There may be the system that one takes a ticket with a number from a dispenser. This system is usually found in hospitals and surgeries? What? Whoa, I missed that. What? What? <laughs> I, Wait, I did a not see that. ticket? I didn't see that when I came I don't, through. I don't think you'd take a ticket in the ER, do you? I mean, when you're first getting there? Now serving head wound number 27? Ooh. Not in America. Maybe. <laughs> oh. Maybe Oof. in the UK. Oh. Or Canada. I do like. I do want to point out that the uh, the in the overview there is a one sentence paragraph at the very top that says the first known tickets were used in the Greek period for events that primarily took place in theaters. Makes Citation sense. needed. Okay. Mm. Uh, I like. I mean, someone felt it was important enough to write that just that one sentence, and someone else thought it was important enough yeah, <laughs> to come around. Got to find that source. Like, nope. <laughs> well, mm. they just need a source for it. Oh, yeah, sure, of course. Um, Let's see. So it says that counterfeit tickets are a problem at high-priced concerts, concerts and other events. I'm going to click on counterfeit. Screw you, Tim. Oh! <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait for how this is going to turn uh, out. Damn it. You should have okay. yelled true, Sky. <laughs> I should have. Oh, this is going to be so good. Uh, well, I mean, Sky, you could pick holograms. Who doesn't want to go to holograms? Yes, yeah, I'll click on holograms. Oh, are you really? Sure. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad we went to holograms. This is totally worth the price of admission already. 
It's a joke. Uh, so anyway. Oh, because of tickets? <laughs> and like you buy them? <laughs> Dude, that was gold. Is, that was good. Oh, Thank I you. guess we'll find out. <laughs> gold is on this page. Gold is on this page. What? Oh, it's not linked. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. We're not doing what we need to. No, no. I mean, I would be really, really sad if this were a two-click run after I just said I worked pretty hard to make this not a two-click run. <laughs> so, so gold is not on counterfeit. Of course. But what is, is a bulk bag of counterfeit Viagra. What? The fact that it's a bulk bag should probably clue you in to the fact that it might not be, you know, up and up. I did not intend that. I'm sorry. I did not intend to say up and up like that. Oh, my gosh. I I just love that this guy is just holding. I mean, this bag looks like it's like five pounds. It looks like a pillow. It's like a pillow sized (laughs) bag of Viagra. (laughs) Who is like fake Viagra? Well, there's the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Who was like, you know what I need? (laughs) And below that are are two permanent markers. One Sharpie. (laughs) The other Shalpie. (laughs) I really love that too. Shalpie. I feel like I feel like that's a, like a pop star from the eighties. Like, don't do you remember the concert, the Shoppy, the the Shoppy concert that uh, that we all went to? Oh, geez, I was like five. Yeah, is sing along. It, it was really good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I would. I would actually take the counterfeit Shoppy marker just to make it my pet. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, Shoppy, <laughs> you try so hard, even though you're not real. <laughs> I'm real. Well, <laughs> your, ink, your ink is a, just a shade darker than the other one. Oh, my adopted you son. Try you try just as hard as my biological son, even though you're not real. <laughs> <laughs> what? This <laughs> is um, going to a dark place pretty fast. <laughs> so, counterfeits, of course, are imitations of well known products. Yes. Let's see here. Also known as knockoffs, of course. Um, is a global uh, problem. Let's see here. A report by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. So you know that they are fun people. Indicates that <laughs> up to $200 billion of international trade could have been in counterfeit and illegally copied goods. According to Wikipedia, uh, counterfeiting has a, an impact of about $600 billion globally, with the United well, States facing the most economic impact. That seems high. Um, but then it says, when calculating counterfeit products, current estimates place the global losses at $400 billion. Okay. So which, which one? I don't know. Still a lot of money. One of them is not the real number, I suppose. On November 29th... Oh, jeez. They're adding counterfeits into the article. What? Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, one of these isn't real. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty good. That's kind of meta if you think about it. Yeah. Um, so if this is true or not, who knows? On November 29th, 2010, the Department of Homeland Security seized and shut down 82 websites as part of a U.S. crackdown uh, on sites selling counterfeit goods uh, that was timed to coincide with Cyber Monday. So that oh. is cool. Okay. You know, well. end up getting a, a knockoff Gucci bag for your mom or something. Have <laughs> <laughs> you guys... Uh, there was an episode of um, 30 Rock in which one of the characters does, an, does a commercial for a knockoff store. Um, and they come up with these, I mean, they go through a lot of name brands, but they, they're like just barely, like not quite. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that are, there are not as many just like not quite the real name on this on this page. It's interesting here that they, I like that they go through at the top here with uh of course, that it's just uh, it's clothing and handbags and shoes and pharmaceuticals, but they they list in here aviation and automobile parts, and I'm really concerned about that one. Like of the parts that, of the things that you don't want to actually get the knockoffs of. I mean, you can probably make do with a lot of these, but I would like my planes and cars to be made out of the things they're supposed to be made out of. Mm-hmm. That seems concerning, and that's the one that's yeah. not linked. Like I can't. <laughs> I would like to know more about that, please. Don't don't you trust uh, 
a well-built FOAD vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, All right, Tim, where are we going? China is the counterfeit capital of the world. Of course. Uh, they say the industry accounts for 8% of China's GDP. Wow, really? Yep. Wow. That is crazy. So it's kind of encouraged there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yes. not in the U.S. where people will sue you. USA, USA. Let's see here. Um, wow. One of the largest seizures um, in America was a joint operation in Arizona, Texas, and California that seized 77 containers of fake Nike Air Jordan shoes wow. and a container of Abercrombie and Fitch, in quotation marks, clothing, <laughs> valued at $69.5 million. Really? Yep. I mean, they're just shoes and shirts. Yeah, but hey. That's uh, that's the swindle, my friend. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Fendi, I don't know who they are because I'm not rich enough. Suit Sam's Club <laughs> for selling fake Fendi bags and leather goods in five states. Um, and then Tiffany versus eBay. Tiffany and company sued auction site eBay for allowing the sale of counterfeit items but lost on all claims. Uh, I'm actually going to go to Tiffany and company. Well, before, I, before you do that... Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know this was a thing, but apparently there is a distinction between um, uh, counterfeits and bootlegs of a thing. Uh, about midway mm -hmm. up the page here. Um, that makes sense. Counterfeiters either attempt to deceive the consumer into thinking they're purchasing the legitimate item or convince the consumer they could deceive others with the imitation, which that's clever. An item which makes no attempt to deceive, such as a copy of a DVD with missing or different cover art, is a bootleg or a pirated copy instead. I did not know that there was a, a distinction. That's kind of neat. Yeah, because you're not like really tricking them. You're pretty much they they pretty much know that. <laughs> this yeah, well, really isn't I suppose copy of Bambi. <laughs> Holograms <laughs> are also mentioned on this page. Oh, you, so you the could have gotten there too. International Hologram Manufacturers Association. Those also nice. sound like who fun is people. dedicated to you know anti piracy and anti counterfeiting. So you come over here by slapping, yeah, slapping. <laughs> Slapping little Hatsune Mikus and everything. You could you could steal your page twice. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely. Oh, about no, I, I am going to Tiffany and Company. Tiffany and Company. Here, I'm sure you can okay. find something gold in there. Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Cool. Okay. Holography. You guys ready to learn about holography? Holography. Holography is the science and practice of making holograms. What? Typically, a hologram is a photographic recording of a light field sure. rather than of an image formed by a lens, uh -huh. and it is used to display a fully or a fully three-dimensional image of the holographed subject, which is seen without the aid of special glasses or other intermediate optics. Oh, wow. So it's not itself an image and is usually unintelligible blah, 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 <laughs> when viewed under diffuse ambient light. That was actually kind of meta on its own. <laughs> It's weird. Unintelligible. Holograms are weird. But the only thing that's important on this page, well, besides it. No, no, this is the most important thing. Yeah, is is she on the page? No, not. Are you talking about the rainbow hologram showing the change in color and vertical direction? No, I was talking about also also known as the image that will haunt me like tonight. This is the creepiest image I've I think I've seen on Wikipedia. Like I'm sending it to you, Tim. But like, what? I just oh love it. How did I not just see like, this? Yeah, this is just, you know, this is what this is. And it's like, no, that's not what that is. It's that a, is nightmares. It's a three wolf hologram. I don't know. What is that thing? That's not a wolf. Oh, my gosh. That's like a liger thing. I don't understand. It's like a chihuahua. Oh, wow. And like a, oh, wow. a ring-tailed Dingo? Yeah, kind of. Like a dingo with a zebra's behind? No, it looks like the Tasmanian tiger thing. Like the oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it's a rainbow hologram showing the change in color in the vertical direction. <laughs> this I don't is, know. This Maybe is it wonderful. is of the, I bet, I bet it is of like the, the Tasmanian tiger. Oh, sure, yeah. It's, it's extinct, so they're creating a hologram of it. Yes, that's this what is, you do when things die. <laughs> But still, I am legitimately kind like of scared bad. of this. Like, I was trying to read and trying to find stuff through this. I just kept coming back to this because it was, like, kind of haunting me. <laughs> it's trying to speak to you. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's terrifying. I, I, was, I was excited about the mouse at the top of the page. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just a mouse. Yeah, there's a really cute mouse. Sorry, you guys. That's not what was supposed to be happening. Yeah. Um, Who's she talking about? So how do they even work? Is it... Because this is a thing that I've wondered before. Oh, it's magic. Oh. Lasers. (laughs) Lasers. That helps. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there is a lot here as far as how it works. It looks like it's just a lot of lasers that bump into each other, essentially. Yep, pretty much. I mean, what what I'm getting out of a lot of this is that, yeah, you're just bouncing lasers into each other and kind of the connection between the two of them or the sets of lasers make the image appear. Sure. Does that sound anything close to this? Sure, we're going to go with that. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that they have a items required for recording a hologram. To make a hologram, the following are required. A Imagination. <laughs> Expand your mind. Unfortunately, no, Tim. No imagination needed. Um, a suitable object or set of objects. Next, part of the laser beam to be directed so that it illuminates the object. Parent the op- object beam. And another part that so that it illuminates the recording medium directly. Parent the reference beam. Enabling the reference beam and the light which is scattered from the object onto the recording medium to form an interference pattern. You know, I'm going to stop there. There's a, it's, a, it's a lot of that. Yep. It sure is. Um, okay. Well, Sky. Hatsune Miku is on here, but they pretty much just mentioned that she exists. Well, she, even though she, she doesn't. doesn't. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. Well, I mean, she kind of does as a hologram. I mean, what is identity? Oh, okay. All right. We're, this is going too far. Are clones people? Uh, a- Sky. Sky. Pull it back. Pull it back. Uh, security holograms are very difficult to forge because they are replicated from a master hologram that requires ex- expensive, specialized, and technologically advanced equipment. Amazing. Master they used, hologram. They are used widely in many currencies, such as the Brazilian 20, 50, and 100 RIS. Is that RIS notes? I don't know. The British 5, 10, <laughs> and 20 pound notes. South Korean 5,000, 10,000, and 50,000 won notes. Japanese 5,000 and 10,000 yen notes. India's notes. Wow. India's rupees. Uh, and all of the all of the oh. bank notes of Canada. The <laughs> Every Danish single Krone one. And the euro. Yep. Uh, uh, they can also be found in credit and bank cards as well as passports and all that other stuff. If, and sports equipment, if which we, is weird. Well, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Sports equipment? Yeah. Where does it just say sports equipment? Is that all you get out of yep, that? Oh, that's all I get. Right, of it's course. linked, but I'm. Yeah. Of course. Um, if we ever get around to doing this uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles RPG thing, mm-hmm. uh, the villain that we face will absolutely be Master Hologram. That's <laughs> and it will be. He'll be a Tasmanian tiger. Oh my gosh! Oh, required. God. Required. Yes. No. Well, we just wrote that. We got to make and it he's happen. He's got his now. own cover art now. It's great. <laughs> got a band sky will never do this now all right sky so creepy (laughs) where are we going i want to click on currencies currencies all right yeah i feel like that's probably a good choice all right tim tiffany and co uh go to blue links at tiffany's ah it's not even good all right let's just forget forget i tried that let's let's move on Yep, Tiffany and Company, also known as Tiffany or Tiffany's, is an American worldwide luxury jewelry and specialty retailer headquartered in New York City. Sure. It was founded by Charles Lewis Tiffany, not some woman named Tiffany. Right. And John B. Young in Brooklyn, <clears throat> Connecticut. Not New York. Yeah. So that's interesting. Wait, Connecticut? <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn, Connecticut. Wow. That's odd. And they say, you know what? There's a bigger, better Brooklyn we could go to and eventually they they moved to lower manhattan oh okay which is not brooklyn so please don't write us New yeah we York know city dwellers we, we know we know um <clears throat> wait they sold stationery to start yeah wow i didn't know um, that it switched eventually to tiffany and company when charles tiffany took control and established the emphasis on jewelry with the help of master hologram yep so as of January 31st, 2014, the company operated 121 stores in the Americas, 72 in Asia Pacific, 54 in Japan, wow. 37 Euro- in Europe, and 5 in, quote, emerging markets. Whoa, what? Is there a Tiffany's Ooh. on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Tiffany's on the ocean floor? 
Well, hold on a second. How emerging... can you be so specific about everywhere else in the world and have five emerging markets? That's a oh, maybe there's one in Antarctica. Ooh, at the at the McMurdo base. Ice jewelry. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Nice. I think you just established their fall line. <laughs> um, Tiffany's makes sporting awards. The Lombardi Trophy made oh. by Tiffany's. Wait, really? Yes, the NASCAR Sprint Cup t- trophy made by Tiffany's. That's amazing. Um, they made the World Series rings for the San Francisco Giants in 2010 and 2012. Uh, very, very made by Tiffany's, yes. And of course, they are well-known in popular culture. What is your favorite pop culture reference to Tiffany's? I don't uh, have... I, I mean... Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, uh, as explained here in Wikipedia, is in 1995, Deep Blue Something released Breakfast at Tiffany's. The song described the impending failure of a romance between two people with little in common, but it refers to the film, which both, quote, kind of liked, unquote, as the one thing they do share. I thought they hated it. Wait, hold on a second. That doesn't have anything to do with the store. No. No, It's the book Breakfast at Tiffany's, the Truman Capote novella, which actually does have to do with tiffany's what yeah I, breakfast I at tiffany's mis- tiffany's references the store there that's even on yeah. here as well uh oh. one of the protagonists in the novella holly golightly constantly refers to the store as the best place in the world where nothing bad can take place uh i i've been mishearing the lyrics to that song my entire life i've always heard that they both kind of hated it not liked i don't remember them saying liked it really yeah Maybe you were just thinking of how you felt about the song. No, I actually, all this time, I've always thought that they both kind of hated it. And I always, I thought it was a really interesting, (laughs) no, I I liked that it was uh, like the characters were trying to like find, find a common ground on something something they hate. Like (laughs) more about you. and They're going to build camaraderie. It's going to be over hating. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh man. So. There are a couple choices here. Um, I think I'm going to go with luxury goods. <laughs> Wait, well, okay. gold isn't on this page? No. How is gold not on that page? It is not. There's diamond. The, there's a whole section there's, called the Gilded Age. I know. There's the Detroit Gold Cup Trophy. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's got gold in the name. Is it linked? It's not linked. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Or no, gold right. cup trophy is linked, but but not gold specifically. I mean, right. it might be on that page to say it is a trophy made of gold. <laughs> um, well, wait a minute. Do they make trophies out of solid gold? Well, of course not. It'd be plating, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. gold is too malleable. You wouldn't be able to. But you know what? A question that Wikipedia article would probably answer. <laughs> yeah. It's whether or not it was gold. <laughs> okay. I'm going to find oh, out. Oh, man. W- okay, so which gold one? Detroit Gold Cup trophy. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, it was made in Detroit. No. Oh, whoa, <laughs> okay. whoa, Too bad. Whoa. I just clicked on it. Oh, uh, sucker. Shots fired. Okay. Well, oh, well, well, that takes me to the APBA Gold Cup. Yes. Right? Is that the? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it was the same thing you clicked on. All right, Sky, uh, what's current in currency? Money. Uh, <laughs> yep currency so, it, it, currency evolved from two basic innovations both of which occurred by 2000 BC it's a nice round number mm. originally money was a form of receipt representing grain stored in, in temple granaries in wow. Sumer in, in ancient Mesopotamia wait really? yeah then ancient Egypt yep. wait so it was just a stand in for I remember for... that from the bible it was just a stand-in for food, for trading food. Yeah, you got a receipt, and it was said, like, you stored this much. Wow. You know, because they would store it all together. And so then in whenever you needed food, I guess, or maybe at the yeah, next no. season, you'd go there and be like, hey, got this Here, ticket. Yeah, it's worth this much. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, in this first stage of cor- currency, metals were used as symbols to represent value stored in the form of commodities. Uh, this formed the basis of trade in the first fertile crescent for over 1500 years not um, one day more 
However, the collapse of the Near Eastern trading system, we all remember that, yep. uh, pointed to a flaw in an what era flaw where was there that? Was, oh, in an era where there was no place that was safe to store value, the value of a circulating medium could only be as sound as the forces that defended the store. So which is a microcosm representing the yeah, problem that's we all face. Just, yeah, that's just that's today. Yeah, that's the thing that we all deal with all the time. Yep. All right. Trade could trade could only reach as far as the credibility of that military. Oh, that's a good point so, too. By the late Bronze Age, uh, a series of treaties had established safe passage for merchants around the Eastern Mediterranean, um, spreading from Minoan Crete and Mekene mm -hmm. in the northeast to Elam and Bahrain in the southeast. Bahrain. It is not known that what was. It's Bahrain. Oh, Bahrain. Okay. It is not known where. Uh, it is not known. Sorry. No, I like it's, no. I I'm sorry. I just like the idea that there's a country called Brian out there. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Sky. Go uh, on. It, um, it is not known. Uh, I should see if it's even worth saying. It is not known what was used as current. It oh, is no. not known what was used as currency for those exchanges, but it is thought that oxide-shaped ingots of copper nice. produced in Cyprus yes. may have functioned as a currency. That's kind of cool. Crazy. Well, yeah, I, so it makes sense. I didn't think about it that way. Yep. Uh, gold is mentioned on this page 17 times. That's <laughs> a lot of gold. It is not linked any of those times. What? Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> wow. But there is a gold standard. Oh, That's there we go. That'll, that'll do it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I really Wait. hope so. Other, If not, if not, there's definitely something. I mean, that's definitely a joke by on someone's part. Yeah, totally. All right. Gold standard. Well, I figured that we would not. I did not think we would end up talking about uh, most of the stuff tonight, but I thought we might come by gold, gold standard. All right, Tim, let's talk about the APBA Gold Cup. The Gold Cup is oh, a premier man. hydroplane boat race in the United oh. States. <laughs> so APBA means American Power Boat Association. It is the APBA Gold Cup UAWGM Hydrofest this Whoa. weekend in Detroit. Actually, August 27th and 28th. August 27th Tickets and 28th. Sale, the Ticketmaster. <laughs> Charges do apply. Um, so the thing is, the Gold Cup, according to Wikipedia, is the oldest active trophy in motorsports. Uh, what? First awarded in <laughs> whoa, 1904 whoa. as the APBA Wait, Challenge Cup. How do you hold on a second? Active trophy. <laughs> the trophy itself is not one. Yeah, one. The trophy is not doing anything itself. Two. Powered boats in 1904. Yep. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see here. I see why uh, they call it the Challenge Cup. <laughs> hydroplane racing became a tradition in Detroit when designer Christopher Columbus Smith, I mean, died be a boat repeatedly. Person that, <laughs> built a Detroit based boat that would crack the 60 mile per hour speed barrier. And his spine. Capturing the Gold Cup in 1915. Um, a lot of times after that, the race was run on the Detroit River. Now it's become a lot of tradition, although it's not always run there. Wow. Um, this coming uh, race on the Detroit River is going to mark the 100th anniversary of the Cup. Wow. Wow. Yep. Uh, these A lot of these boats that have won have lousy names. No, they don't. The Miss Detroit from 1915? That's oh, yeah, pretty great. Miss Detroit and then Miss Detroit 2, Miss Detroit 3, <laughs> oh, Miss Detroit I didn't 4, get the and then Miss America. <laughs> they're like we're we're taking this nationwide now uh, oh, baby bootlegger one of them is called the 21 the Vantayun. uh oh but it's the 21 2 it's not <laughs> it's not the 21 it's the 21 2 that's a weird choice mm. william sharp gilmer there's miss pepsi miss oh my great gosh. lakes my sweetie Miss Century 21 Thriftway Stores. Wow. Miss Bard Bardal. Is that Miss, a drink? Miss Thriftway? Mm-hmm. Miss Budweiser. Oh, man. A pay-in park. Circus. Wow, that's a, that's a different thing. Tubby Subs. 
What? That's the boat's name, Tubby <laughs> Subs. Spirit oh. of Qatar. <laughs> Wait, Spirit of what? Qatar, the country. That's what I thought you said, yes. Mm-hmm. Aw, and the most recent one is the Oberto. Oberto. Uh, I, I also like that there's one here just called Maverick mm-hmm. from 1959, which is totally the year I would expect a boat called Maverick to win this contest. <laughs> so they don't even talk about what it's made of. No, of course This cup is made out of. That was a that was a chump's bet, Tim. Uh, Sky really did. <laughs> Sky right. really got you on that. <laughs> I want to learn a little bit more about Christopher Columbus Smith. I kind of do. I have too, a feeling actually. this is going to last much longer, so I'm going to take a look. Please do. Oh whoa! Hold on a second. I also want to mention this. Just this mention here. The sport's first superstar rose to prominence, winning the 1917 Gold Cup in Minneapolis. Named after two U.S. presidents, Garfield Wood. This man, both okay. Wait. Uh, yeah, Garfield Wood. Wait, wait. Named after what? Which presidents then? I'm gonna I mean, guess there's, there's Garfield. James A. I'm Garfield. Gonna, I'm gonna say Woodrow Wilson is oh, the one. Oh, okay. But okay. I didn't click it, so let's find out. Um. Hmm. Oh, okay, it mentions it there, but not on his actual page. Cool. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, but the rest of the sentence is uh, yeah, named after two U.S. presidents, Garfield Wood, aka Gar. Uh, Gar. Began, became, I saw him in concert once. They killed a goat on stage. <laughs> became the personification of powerboat competition. He literally became powerboat competition. <laughs> <laughs> I have ascended. <laughs> He just becomes the, the, just an aspect of Garfield Wood, which is in fact just one of these boats, one of these hydroplaning boats, with a gold, uh, the gold cup and a uh, like a a mandala, like just surrounding him in a in a ring of gold light on the on the land or on the water at all times. Uh, he can only come he can only come on land once every ten years. <laughs> Okay, well, that he sounds fascinating, and I would love to learn more about him, but we are, in fact, going to talk about the gold standard. Yeah, the gold standard is when you, like, take your economy, mm-hmm. and you put it on a bunch of gold. It's a pretty nice economy you got here. It'd be a shame. Yeah. It'd be a shame to... If someone were to inflate the money or inflate your value by just printing a lot of money without anything to back it up with. Would be a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Nice economy you got here. Mm. Be a shame if someone were inflated by printing a bunch of money that didn't really mean anything. Mm. Yep. (laughs) I like that Sky is just rolling with us stealing this page from (laughs) (laughs) Most nations abandoned the gold standard as a basis of their monetary systems at some point in the 20th century. Oh, no. Just don't do it anymore. Some have gold reserves still. It's just a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) It's much easier for our economy. It's just a bunch of numbers. But I'm tired. (laughs) Have you you ever been tempted to be like, I want to take this $20 bill and I want to take it to the government and be like, please give me. How much gold? Yeah. Please give me the gold this represents. Mm, um, gold to U.S. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are entire businesses set up around this process. I work for one. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. I should probably. Oh know. yeah, he had unfair advantage tonight. <laughs> he knows about money. Uh, point oh one five nine five ounces. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, at least we're in the hundredths. Uh, so you get like a flake. More or less. 20 bucks for a flake. Yeah. <laughs> so commodities just aren't great. Just out on the corner. economy on, especially a global economy, because they're heavy and you have to store them. <laughs> like gold's not too bad, but if we did it with like chickens, oh, man. it'd be real tough. How hilarious would that be, though? I mean, yes, it'd be terrible and I would never want to do it. But in, just in a, thought pro- in a thought experiment, it's really funny. Yeah, just true. going around with whole with wheelbarrows full of chickens. <laughs> Do you um, have change? <laughs> I like. I just have all these chicks. <laughs> yeah. 
so I guess in the eighteen in the nineteen eighties, like a, a small minority of, of people started advocating for the gold standard to come back in the U.S., but it never really took off. Probably a good. Uh, call. Alan Greenspan was one of those really? people. Mm-hmm. Um, he once famously argued the case for returning to a pure gold standard in his nineteen sixty six paper, "Gold and Economic Freedom." Okay. Uh, yeah, where he, he describes supporters of fiat currencies as welfare statists intending to use monetary policy to finance uh, deficient spending. So, okay. Yep. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have real things, then you can just do whatever you want. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Not really. But I mean, that is basically the standard of our economy to get today entirely so it's it's very true um so i love this mckinley uh poster here as well because that's that was the one of the uh one of the planks of his platform was the gold standard <clears throat> um then we shot him yep yeah <laughs> well yeah yeah well you know uh <laughs> but i just love that he's being carried on this little on this enormous what is that an actual dollar no it looks like a penny right that's a dollar at the time. Oh, it says, I, I it says sound right. money on it. It does. Yeah. I was trying to read it. I mean, seriously, this could be a Trump poster. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, it could be. That's and the terrifying. Guy, and the guy in the lower left looks kind of like Bill Nye. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Tim. Uh, please stop. Your, your, your skill is scaring me now. <laughs> uh, What's up with the kid in the middle? Like, is the aspect off there? Or is he just very <laughs> short and like, <laughs> like bending backwards? A little bit. I think it's probably more that he's just like reaching backwards. He looks like, like Link does- about to throw a bomb. Yeah, exactly. It looks like he's about to fling this coin right at you. <laughs> he's Well, he's kind of sick and tired. Everyone else is getting to wave their hats. He has to just sit. He's the one with two hands on the coin, at least. Mm-hmm. He's at. He's trying. These other guys are just like hats. It's <laughs> true. He doesn't have a hat. No. And I, I'm going to wager that neither is the guy in the back who also is not holding anything up and is probably also really upset that he has to have two hands on the coin when everyone else. Yeah, oh my gosh! Even on the even on the uh, poster about uh, gold standard, not everyone is representing their their fair share here. Oof. Yep. Sorry, that was interesting. Anyway, cool. so Sky, what is Link's a billion uh, times on gold. this page? Gold. What's up? Gold. Oh yeah, it's gold. Yeah, lots, it's of, gold. lots of gold. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> lots and lots and lots of gold. Let's. How many matches are there? Let's see. More than one hundred matches, says Firefox. Oh, well, geez. great. Rub it in. Boom. And the top one is linked. It, I'm glad that it's the very first one on the page. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> so it wasn't just some person halfway through the page. Oh, like, oh yeah, I should probably link gold. And like the 42nd uh, mention of gold is linked halfway down the page. Oof. Yep. Well, all right. <clears throat> That's gold. That that gets us there. Tim, tell us about Christopher Columbus Smith if you want. <laughs> Of Chris Craft Boats. Oh my gosh. built his first wooden boat in 1874 at the age of 13. Years later, he built a duck hunting boat. What? His friends liked the way he built them, and they asked him (laughs) to build them one. This was technically the start of the Chris Craft Boat Company. Technically? Wait, what? (laughs) How do you technically start a company? Wait. He's just reading verbatim. This is really what's on the page. (laughs) That's amazing. Yes. He soon his friends began like to build the way he built them. And joined his brother Hank in 1881 to begin producing boats full time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he made boats. Um, he sold boats to like Henry Ford and William Randolph Hearst. He made high end power boats for those people and then was like, hey, middle class people should have um, boats too, although not is, as powerful. Is he the Henry Ford of power, of power boats? It doesn't really seem that way. It the company began like assembly like line production. No, he, he is. Uh, the company began assembly line production at their Alongac. Oh my gosh, I'm mispronouncing one of your cities now. 
uh, Michigan plant dramatically lowering production costs. It made them affordable. He sold boats to Dean Martin. Well, the company did. I'm not sure if he was still around. <laughs> the company well, sold high-end on. boats to famous customers such as Dean Martin, Catherine Hepburn, Frank Sinatra, and Elvis Presley. Wow. At Their the same time? Their boats made from the finest mahogany <laughs> and were considered uh, well, to be among the best available. Often Ooh. made? Mm-hmm. At what? I mean, do they, they were- not know? <laughs> This is such a pitch. They were easy <laughs> to operate. A must for their weekend sailor owners. That's Jeez, in quotes. I wonder who wrote this. Weekend mm-hmm. sailor owners? Weekend sailor. You know, the weekend sailor types. Yeah. You know those, the, the, those people who are on Twitter all weekend as they're sailing. What? Oh, my gosh. In some circles, owning it's, a Chris Craft was considered de rigueur. Even de though, rigueur? Like, what does that mean? Uh, standard. Oh. <laughs> the gold duty <laughs> A requirement. Uh, right. Even their lower price boats were considered to be of high quality, often featuring such luxury items as a liberal use of mahogany, teak, and brass. A liberal use of, the, of these things. Just like, oh, here's some mahogany over here. And uh, you know what? I just have so much teak. I just, I, I just I'm just going to use all of it. Let's just... Use it liberally or, or like you're uh, doing a recipe for a boat and just stir in a liberal amount of brass into this. Just fold it into this recipe and you'll end up with a really beautiful Chris Craft. Just has a nice, a nice brown finish to it. Uh, it'll really impress your friends this weekend. The weekend sailor types. Let's see. And Chris Craft is still around, apparently. Wow. Uh, it operates currently out of Sarasota, Florida. Well, good job, Chris Craft. Mm-hmm. How can I connect with other Chris Craft enthusiasts? I'm on their website. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, <laughs> they're not doing anything to mask what they You can doing connect right with now. other Chris Craft enthusiasts on Facebook, uh, with the please. Antique and Classic Bow Society. You can even find them on LinkedIn. Yes! Of course they can, because they're weekend sailors. Yep. They're just wealthy enough to need to be able to buy a boat for the weekend but not enough to actually be a part of like a, a, a club for it. So they're on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So great. Uh, these guys. Hey, good for Chris Craft. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. I'm not making fun of them at all. I love it. That's wonderful. Good job, you guys. Um, and please continue selling power boats to the general public for years to come. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, well. Uh, we finally got to gold. Got to gold. Yeah, our gold. <laughs> They're the gold at. So good. What? what They're the gold so at. Yes, it's there's gold in their their links. Um, so gold is a chemical element with the symbol AU from the Latin aurum. <laughs> AU. <laughs> I like it. Uh, <laughs> topic number seventy nine, in its purest form. It is a bright, slightly reddish yellow, dense, soft, malleable, and ductile metal. I said metal twice there, whatever. Uh, but apparently it is kind of, yeah, malleable, uh, which is not a thing I knew until, uh, well, I mean, a while ago, but like it, it seems to be something that you can just kind of bend around pretty easily. Yep. Um, it's the most malleable of all metals. Why do we like it so much then? It doesn't actually have any structural usage. That's what I was asking. Why Why do you think? Oh, boy. Um, is it because it's shiny? It's probably because it's shiny, isn't it? It's very pretty. <laughs> That's one reason. Oh, Got oh. any ideas, Tim? Um, Tim? Just, oh. I don't know. Like, it, it makes good teeth. It does make good teeth, which actually <laughs> it doesn't because it's malleable. Yeah, that was right. terrible. Know, but I mean, people put it in their teeth. Yeah, why would you do that? I think mostly it's because it's very non-reactive and it doesn't change. It doesn't like, blow it doesn't up. Get, it doesn't rust. Oh, doesn't, I see. Yeah, it doesn't blow up. and it, <laughs> it, it's That's important. For being so malleable, you can't like easily destroy it. True. There's actually a... There's some sort of... I remember in chemistry class in Zangy talking about... Like the thing, like there is something that can dissolve metal. Dissolve. <laughs> um, and it's got a name. Is it acid? I mean, <laughs> oh, just well, in general. Te- 
No, oh, here we go. Gold resists attack by individual acids, but aqua regia, literally royal water, a mixture oh, of nitric yeah. acid and hydrochloric acid can dissolve what? it. What? It's the royal water. Wait, yep. nitric acid and hydrochloric, that's a terrible, that's not, there's nothing royal about that at all. It is insoluble in nitric acid. That's insane. Wow. Yep. Wow. Gold does dissolve in mercury, forming amalgam alloys. Oh, amalgam. It's not a chemical. Yeah. Amalgam. Yep. But it's not a chemical reaction. It says that's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <clears throat> okay, I, I stand corrected. Yeah. It's also rare. That's another thing <laughs> that makes it. I mean, just because it's I rare guess. doesn't make it anymore. Because I mean, you think, think that it also made it like, especially for like early civilizations. Like, there wasn't anything quite like it. I suppose. I mean, I guess there's fool's gold. But usually if you saw gold, you're like, yep, that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's if, gold. Is it easy to get, too? Let's see. Uh, it's thought to have like produ mining. produced mining. in... Okay. Because the Earth was molten when it was just formed, almost all the gold present in the early Earth probably sank into the planetary core. What? Uh, therefore, most of the gold that's present in today's... And the Earth's crust and mantle is thought to have been delivered by to the Earth later by asteroid impacts. They make it sound so friendly. <laughs> Here's some gold. <laughs> During the late heavy the late heavy bombardment about four billion years ago. <laughs> Just quick, fast uh, gold deliveries. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so apparently, there, it it comes from asteroids, which might also play into why we like it. <laughs> The other thing is that pure metallic uh, gold is non-toxic and non-irritating when ingested and is sometimes well, used as food decoration in the form of gold leaf. That's true oh, and yeah. weird. Oh, yeah, because you've got gold slogger and I gold just, strike. I don't yeah. understand why you would want to eat it. No, it sounds like a bad idea. It doesn't taste good. I mean, it's like, still it metal. have a taste. <laughs> yeah, still metal. You're just being like, oh, I'm so extravagant. I'm eating gold. I mean, then you're gonna be pooping gold, so which I mean, continues to make you pretty. Uh, Actually, you... I would love to poop gold. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, was gonna, I take it I back. Was going to say, I was gonna say you're proving yourself wrong, too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, wow, yeah. According to well, Christopher Columbus, those who had something of gold were in possession of something of great value on Earth and a substance to help even souls to paradise. Wow, to help. To even help souls to paradise. That's, who cares? Because he was crazy. Well, yeah. he crazy. And that's, that's why you kill just, people for it. It's I was going to say. He's quoted there. Hmm. He's got some problems, that guy. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to mention this when we were talking earlier. I, I uh, remembered this as well. It actually works pretty decently as, a, as an electrical connector. Mm, yeah. Um, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's a good conductor. Yep. And oh, as we mentioned before, it resists oxida oxidation and corrosion. So yeah, of course that makes sense. So all of the time that we've treasured gold all up to this time has been in preparation for when we would use it in electronic cables. <clears throat> in our USB cables. Yep. Which are busted. Where it failed in you tonight. Mic. Yep. <laughs> Finally. Whoa. What? The world's oceans contain gold. Measured concentrations of gold in the Atlantic and Northeast Pacific are 50 to 150 femtomol slash uh, femtomol per liter or 10 to 30 parts per quadrillion. Wait, so See, if it's you like just... like swimming in gold. Yeah. I, that's absolutely a James Bond plot. Like just... <laughs> a number of people, yeah, a number of people have claimed to be able to economically recover gold from seawater there we go so far they have either been mistaken or acted in an intentional deception if they were yeah yeah i was Prescott gonna say jurganan yep <laughs> he doesn't deserve to have his name pronounced correctly no Ran no a gold from seawater swindle in the united states in the 1890s wow yep this and uh a british fraudster ran the same scam in england in the early 1900s did they get away with it? Like, oh, I'm know. sorry, you're not. Do they give any background with like? Well, none of the, yeah, the names aren't linked. So oh, I don't okay, know. that's all. I'm There's sorry. There's a citation, yeah. but 
Wow, weird. That's very strange. Yep. Well, Crazy. and and we just got past. It's the fiftieth wedding anniversary. We just got past our oh, golden yeah. our golden podcast. You what's, guys. What's the fifty first? Yeah. Oh dang. Uh, <laughs> Creepy Liger holograms. Uh, so they <laughs> actually list. Oh no, there isn't one. There has to be one. On Wikipedia, wedding anniversary, it clicks through. Uh, it goes from 50th to 55th, which seems mean. <laughs> Oof. Uh, and also there's a lot of repetition after after gold. It just gets, they're just like, well, I guess. Just well, start. What again? I mean, whatever. <laughs> Grass? I don't know. <clears throat> sure. Um yeah, apparently, let's see. The 50th is gold, then the 55th makes emerald. The 60th makes diamond, specifically yellow. Uh, the 65th is a blue sapphire. The 70th is platinum. And again, on the 75th is diamond and gold. So they're like, well, you know, if, if, it, was, if it was good for 50. And then in the 88, on 80th, you, oh, oh. Oh, that's a totally different spin on that. Um... The traditional gift for 80th is oak, which I would assume that maybe pine would be a better choice. So I, I found a list of uh, 1 through 100. Oh, of course. And it basically is missing the same ones that, that you have. Okay. But whoever made this just filled in every missing one with diamonds. Oh. <laughs> just give them diamonds. <laughs> or or they just really really wanted diamonds and they're like exactly. well this will work <laughs> mm-hmm. wow oh oh i like it that the 85th one is wine oh, how wow. is that the only one that's wine yeah well that's what you should fill all the, all the other ones with yeah jeez. <laughs> um oh my gosh uh, and and further dark humor in the up uh, for the 90th your the gift is granite like, they're putting Whoa. it right out there. <laughs> Jeez. Crazy. Like, You're getting a countertop. Uh, no, Tim. What? Granite. A, a gravestone. Oh. And oak is a coffin. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like that's a joke that someone did or yeah. something, and it stuck. <laughs> nice. I mean that. At least that's the only reason that I can think of that you would specifically pick out a at, at your 80th and 90th uh, wood and stone. Yeah, that's awkward. That is very awkward. Whew. <laughs> anyway, well, we got to gold either way, and it's only going to get weirder from here, I guess. Um, if for some reason you want to find out more about our podcast, we have a lot of places you can do that. Uh, you can check us out on our uh, at wskbcast.blogspot.com. You can tweet at us at wskbcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching for We Should Know Better, and uh, or and or look us up on iTunes and or on Stitcher. Uh, if you check out any of those places, uh, please feel free to leave us a comment or rating. That'd be awesome of you. Um, <clears throat> we would think that you were as, ah, man, I was going to do a gold standard joke there and it just didn't get there. <laughs> you, you would be as good as our gold standard. You'd reach our gold standard. Anyway, um, nice job, uh, Sky, for mm. coming, yeah, for finding gold. And as I'm realizing, I did a really poor job and blocking off gold uh, <laughs> on the, tough thing to block off i was trying really hard like i when i went through this i was really like, like all right let's let's check a couple of these links and make sure that there's not just like a two link deep uh route here but i think you made it in about four yeah so well done and tim thank you for bringing us to chris craft boats that was that was also wonderful i kind of uh, actually like want to see it now <laughs> like maybe on TV. Like I don't actually want to watch it in person, but the 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 race. Yeah, I want to see I, like how uh, how big of an event it is nowadays. Uh, it's got to be if it's a hundred, you know, if it's last yeah. hundred years. And the and the gold cup itself is still around. I want to see that cup. <laughs> is it gold? 
I mean, I assume so. I would really hope that if it's called the Gold Cup. Oh my gosh! Hey, well, hold on. There's a website. Yep. The DetroitBoatRaces.com. Oh, this looks. Oh wow, this looks a lot more slick than I thought it was going to. <laughs> I was really, I was really expecting more of a, a monster truck rally uh, font, but this is this is very sharp. The gold cup sure is back. Of it. It's like a place for your dolls to sit. Whoa! Wait, what? Is that what it looks like? Like I don't. What's the thing on the top? It's like a oh. little seat. I I didn't actually look. Wait, they don't have a picture of the cup itself. I'm looking Where, it did, up on Google Images. Oh, I see. Can you can you share that? Sure. Oh my gosh. Wow. That doesn't look like it has anything to do with boats. Oh wait, no, no I, I see it. No, no, no. There, right. It's waves. It's the wake. It's the waves that come off. Yeah, I'm making this up. It just looks like that. <laughs> no, it looks like waves. I see yeah. it. Um, so it looks also like they probably put a tiny, tiny plaque for each of the winners. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I mean, it's been around for a hundred years. Are they just peeling off some of the old ones now or what? Are or they I think they just keep adding tears to it. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh you my just gosh. keep building up on the bottom. Wait, so that means that the original one was just the tight. Oh my gosh. It's possible. That's amazing. That's real cool. I love it. Well, Tim, you win. If if you didn't win this race, you win the gold cup of this of this Yay. particular run for bringing us to this page as well. So, all right. Well, uh, Sky or wait, who's who's hosting next time? It's Tim, isn't it? No, it's not Sky. Oh, okay, Sky. I expect a fifty-two uh, themed uh, episode. So fifty-two pickup. You better better get started on that. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> right. He sounds we'll so excited. We'll see it. We'll, we'll hear it next week. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>